It's October 31st. Happy Halloween. Yeah, shout it. There's a lot of scary things going on in the world today and a lot of scary things that happen on the golf course. So today, we're going to face some of those golf fears. <laughs> golf is not that hard. Well, it doesn't have to be. That's why we cut through all the highbrow golf BS to give you what you really need to know to enjoy the golfing experience. I'm Doug Smith. And I'm Cheyenne Woods. And together we have over 50 years experience playing the game of golf at every level. Every week we'll break down a new topic in 10 minutes or less, answering some of the most popular questions in golf today. You're welcome. Yeah, that's my scary laugh. It sucked. It's okay. It's all good. So that laugh was BS. But Cheyenne and I are going to talk a little bit about some of the things that scare us on the golf course. And I'm going to be real. I'm going to give you no BS. And I'm going to give you some of the background information and stuff that terrifies me on the golf course. So I'm going to let you start and then I'm going to come on in. <laughs> Where do I begin? <laughs> I think for a lot of people, as soon as you get to the course, that first tee is scary as hell. Hell yeah, absolutely. The first tee is like first swing of the day. Did you warm up? Did you not are warm up? Are there people up? watching? Are there people watching? Or are you playing through or somebody behind you? Yes. That first shot, first day, I think we can both agree, absolutely scary. So Terrifying. Scary. And then a place like, uh, uh, I played Riviera Country Club one time. I was fortunate enough to play there. And they actually announce you on the first tee. On the tee, please welcome Doug Smith. And I was like, damn. I'm on the spot. And they know my name. And it's like, damn, it's my name on this swing, this shot. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to hit this little three wood there and not go. hit driver and then just see where it goes. All right, here you, you go. go. I don't know about you, but something that's terrifying to me, OB left and OB right. OB, if you don't know, is out of bounds. Whenever there's a, cinch, a, a hole where there's out of bounds on the left side and I can't house bail is left, right. House is right. Yeah. I'm just going to hit four iron and just lay back. <laughs> I am terrified when I see OB left and OB right. Those are the things you're supposed to block out, though, hey, We being honest, though. You don't even though. acknowledge it. It's just middle of the fairway. That's all you see. I know. <laughs> but when I see that, those stakes... Those poles, the, them white French fries down the left side. That's how. Yeah, that's what I used to tell yeah. myself. It's like, damn, I got them French fries yeah. now. <laughs> I don't know. So I can't miss either way. Terrifies me. Just hit it straight. I think another another really scary thing that I've come across are island greens. <gasps> par threes, island green, or I guess it could be a par four as well. Just, but that island, island green, there's nowhere to miss it. You're <laughs> short, you're in the water. You're long, you're in the water. Right, left, water. We see the the guys at TPC Sawgrass yeah, consistently just get just, beat up all the time and, on that and it's hole, not even and they're hitting a wedge. Not even a hundred yards, yeah. hundred thirty yard shot. I mean, I, I know, it. I know your heart's pumping over that. Have you seen the one at East Lake? Uh, they they switched the nine, so it was number like six. I think it's like fifteen now. However, the math works out. Excuse me. It's like a six iron. It's like two hundred yard island green shot. That's brutal. Terrifying. That's brutal. Just sitting out there chilling. It's one thing to have a wedge into an island green. It's another thing to hit a five iron. I agree. Yeah, it's a whole different mindset, whole different shot. One thing that haunts me, because I'm a very forgetful person, and I've done this one too many times, is when I lose my rangefinder. And I realize I have to buy another one. And I go online, and I see that these things are like $300. Yeah, they're not cheap. That, that is scary. And I try to just black <laughs> out and just click the button and <laughs> forget about it because... I hate that. I'm so bad with that. You know, another scary thing, and I'm going to switch it to tournament golf, is when you've decided to hit a couple shots, you know, out of bounds or in the water, and you get down to the last ball in the bag. One ball. That's why you got to take a bunch with you. I'm saying, but How like, many balls did you lose? We're not worried about that or talking about that in this moment, but if you've ever been there, it's a very 
terrifying place to be when you only got one ball left in the bag and you got 17 <laughs> holes left. Yeah. So I was listening to an interview recently where I forgot which caddy it was. It must have been Steve uh, was caddying for Tiger and they were at some major tournament and Tiger had been switching his ball out because they kept getting cut or he lost them and they had like three holes left. They had one ball. And so he kept playing Tiger conservatively and safely so that they wouldn't lose the one ball. <laughs> and Tiger had no idea, but the caddy was like, I think he was freaking Good job, out. Joey. Yeah. Shout <laughs> no, out to Joey. No, it was Steve. Though. I think it was Steve. Well, shout out to Joey. I'm not shouting out Steve. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. You know, and this is a true story, and my college teammate James will, will vouch for it. One day we did like this tricep like blowout, and I just couldn't move my arms one day. And we got to the first tee at Capital City Country Club, Tallahassee. I whiffed the ball as a college golfer yeah, like it's a true story i like took yeah, a swing completely missed the ball i just couldn't feel my arms but ever since then at that course on that first hole for some reason i always remember that i whiffed and i'm terrified to oh, whiff geez. true story i know You're it's traumatized I, it's like sometimes when you have that one hole at your yeah. course and then you always hit it out of bounds or you always hit it in the bunker or yeah. you always do something that's negative always and yeah. that's what that first shot at Capital gotta, City Country Club does for you me. You gotta visualize and work through that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So whether you're practicing or on the golf course, personally, one of the scariest shots for me is in the bunker with the parking lot behind you, <laughs> <laughs> behind the green. Because I've totally, I don't know about you, but I've definitely scolded and almost hit a car. And that honestly is the scariest shot because that's all you can think about. Yeah, or water long either. Or water. Yeah, yeah I, and it's water. it's. A, I always feel like in that bunker, it's there's the least amount of sand yes. ever. It's yes. like you can't give it that nice little thump. <laughs> you gotta get it. It's like, is there just enough put it. sand? Just put it out. Just play it safe. Done it before, actually. <laughs> I have put it. There's a low a hey, low lip. Do not be afraid to put the ball from the bunker. I'm just, you can do it. It's possible. You got to give it some speed, but it's okay. You know, Cheyenne. One of the things that I'm always kind of like oddly scared about when I'm, we're playing golf is when I'm at the driving range and I'm walking that line behind the people that are swinging and there's people of all levels, even tour players. I'm trying to get to my spot. I'm just always afraid that I'm going to get hit or somebody's going to yeah. throw a club because I've seen it happen. I've seen people just get taken out at the driving range because they weren't paying attention. They crossed the line or whatever you want to call it and they got clocked. Yeah. And I got to be honest, some of these courses you go to, some people haven't played golf a lot and so they're hitting some pretty errant shots. Mm. I've been hit by a golf ball. And that's scary and it's painful. So just wear a helmet or something <laughs> or just like stay far, far away Ooh, from those people because you are in danger. Can you just see that guy who gets to the golf course and he's just like, you know what? I got my tees. I got my clubs. I got my head covers from my irons. Where's my helmet? Yeah. Like, where's <laughs> Yo, it's dangerous out those there, though. Those doomsday preppers. Somebody. It is. Look, if you know somebody that has a helmet in their golf bag or mouthpiece, sorry, Maurice, but let me know. I want to know that. I want to shout them out. Just, just who is that person? Scary things. Getting hit with a ball is scary. Yeah. Getting hit with a club is even worse. Oh, my gosh. I had a lesson with a young lady way back in the day in, like, 08. I was up in Massachusetts teaching. And I was showing this girl how to, you know, maneuver the club through the follow-through. And she forgot I was there with her and decided to rehearse the move. And I got hit in the head with a driver and I saw stars. Yeah. I think that every golfer on any level can agree unanimously mm. that the scariest shot in golf is the shank. <gasps> and you can feel it as soon as it comes off the face. You said it. 
Yeah, you're not, you're not it, supposed to say it. I know, but you said it comes off the face. That is it does, so when it comes far. off the hosel or the shaft. <laughs> I know you got to face your fears, though, and it happens to the best of What's, us, unfortunately. Shannon is out here cussing. It's not a four-letter word, okay? It's a five-letter word. It's five, which makes it even worse, probably. Right. <laughs> but the shank, and it happens oh. out of nowhere. And we've, sorry, I know it hurts oh, it's every like, time it's I like say it. It's like a knife. It's like you stab me in the side. It's like shank, shank. But ah. you know what I love to watch sometimes? I go on YouTube, and I'll watch professional golfers who have done the S word. Oh, like Henrik Stenson? Yeah, and it makes me feel so much better. <laughs> I feel like Henrik Stenson has the most shanks per any professional golfer <laughs> like that's played. But as, he has a British Open. As so. scary as it is, it's just funny to watch. Have you too. shanked the ball in competition? For sure. I have yeah. to. <laughs> For sure. And it's like, um, yeah, I did that. So let me go find it. Have you shanked one where it's like OB? In the water. Oh, in the water. It's just as good. Yeah. That's no, honestly, I think not even OB, but just totally like in the grandstands, like with a wedge in the grandstands on another hole. Sometimes that's worse. I feel like the shank always comes when there's people around. I was beat the pro at a celebrity golf outing. Oh, that's embarrassing. Recently. And it was the first swing of the day, and it wasn't the celebrity hosting the event, but it was people close to him. And this is a true story. And I wasn't all the way warmed up yet. I wasn't ready. Okay, we don't need all these excuses. Not, you, you, know where the, it. you know where it's going. <laughs> you know where it's going. <laughs> I hit the prettiest shank I think I've ever hit. It was like this butter fade that got about halfway in the air and, and then took a 90-degree turn. Just like, oh, no, Ouch. this was shank. And all the people looked at me like, this guy's the, the pro. Is this... Is this individual actually oh a good, man and i was like you know what i just want to get a laugh let me go ahead and hit one in there tight for you just kidding yep, that yeah. was just wanted to see how you responded <laughs> to my shank a lot of scary things in golf as we mentioned but i think the scariest thing today is that this is our final episode of the season no, say it ain't so how fast did that go say it ain't so i know that was a lot right we did a lot really quick a lot of episodes a lot of information a lot of great times connecting with you all there at home but don't worry we want we aren't going anywhere nope. we'll be here on social media for you to continue to engage and send your questions and before season two comes out, Cheyenne, there's going to be some bonus material that you're going to be able to log into and see and be a part of. So stay tuned for announcements on all the bonus material on our website and through our social media channels, birdiesnotbs.com, at birdiesnotbs on Instagram and Twitter, and Facebook for those that still use Facebook. Not sure if it's dying or not, but hey, no, we still use it. Hey, MySpace? Black Planet. Black Planet. <laughs> I had a Black Planet page. Don't judge me. Still, I feel like Black Married Planet. Man. I feel like I feel like those sites could have worked. Isn't it a dating site? Black Planet? No, it wasn't. It was like MySpace for oh, Black. People. I never got on. Okay, I guess I wasn't black enough. No, you might. No, you had to be like whole. Black. <laughs> Do they have a brown planet. They had like this Latino planet. I don't know. Maybe not. <laughs> a beige. You, you qualify for that? You have a big beige planet. Cheyenne, you've What's had that? to put up with me for how many episodes? I lost count. I know. I know. I hope it was. I hope you enjoyed this time because it was special. It was very special. I don't know how many episodes we did, but it was special. <laughs> it's a great word. Thirty-two episodes. Thirty-two episodes. We did thirty-two episodes. And imagine how many like how many hours would you say that is? It's less than you think. <laughs> it just feels like a lot. In thirty-two episodes, we've created one hour of content. <laughs> so. Fifty-three minutes of content. <laughs> That's not right. I think it's fifty-three hours. Yeah, fifty-three hours. 
Our math is questionable, but we do know golf That's really it. well. Golf so is our thing, keep not tuning mathematicians. In. I, I am not a scholar. I used to be a scholar. Congrats we only add up to five. Only. And then sometimes subtract yardages. But. So, Shy, what is your biggest takeaway now that you're a podcaster, professional golfer? The biggest takeaway of the year, definitely just enjoying hearing from the fans, hearing from those of you who are listening, your questions, your comments, getting your opinions on all of our topics this season. I think it's been awesome just to see our community build and be able to directly connect with you guys. I think it's really special. Yeah, it's been interesting just to see the nothing that we started with and then the people that have kind of gravitated toward what we're trying to accomplish. I mean, for me, Cheyenne both, I mean, our goal really is to grow this game that we love and and really promote the game amongst diverse communities. And it's been really cool to see not just the black and brown community, but all communities kind of embracing the content. Even people yelling out, birdie's not BS when Cheyenne's hitting balls in tournaments. I mean, that's yeah. That's pretty cool to to take an idea and make it actually tangible. So thank you so much to those that tune in consistently. Thank you so much to those that just started listening. There's plenty of episodes for you to go back and check out. But it's been fun. And I can't wait for what we come up with next. It's going to be fun. I mean, we don't know yet, but it, it's going to be something. <laughs> Well, we got some ideas. It's going to be something. You so, know. I mean, I'm trying to see if Drake will stop through next time. But got to hit up Aubrey, see what he's up to. You know what? Why, get Jimmy in here with his wheelchair. Jimmy. <laughs> the wheel, you remember, did you ever see Drake when he was wheelchair? Wheel- Jimmy. Yeah. Cheyenne, if, if, we, if you had a list of everybody, like, in anybody, if we start doing interviews, who would you want to interview? Who would you want on the show? I would love to interview President Obama. Mm, B-Rock, oh drama. He plays golf, you know, he's into the pop culture type of stuff. He's an interesting guy. I think he'd be really, really intriguing to, to hear. You know who I want to talk to? And this might be a stretch. I don't know if it could happen. I don't know if we know anybody that knows him or not. But, you know, having like Brooks Kepka on the show. Yeah. I think that, did we talk about this, that this is your man crush? My man crush? You've brought him up a lot. Whoa. Whoa. I'm pretty sure you're the one who brought up How the body issue. How did you just issue. put that on me? No, that wasn't me that brought... <laughs> you... Hold on, stop. Whoa. Let's clear the air here. Cheyenne, you sent me and Maribel both butt cheek pictures of Brooks Kepka and yeah. the body issue. And it's my man crush. Dun, dun. It was a topic dun, dun. for the episode and I was doing, I was doing pre-show research. Yes, that's fine. Brooks, <laughs> I have a man crush on you. Um, I'm just going to let it out. I've known you for some years now. But hey, Tiger, you know, if you want to stop by, I don't know. I've got your niece hostage here. So if you want her back. That was actually an episode we just recorded. Thank you guys again for all your support, all of your tuning in and downloading of the episodes. We truly, truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Don't forget, stay tuned on social media and our website for all of our off-season and winter content. And stay tuned for all information coming up for our season two. Should be fun, Sha. Let's shock the world. (laughs) 